The Unstoppable Blueprint Podcast with James Robert Elliott. Hey, 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 everyone. James Robert Elliott here. I have my good friend Adrian Moreno on the on the line, on the Zoom <laughs> with me here. And um, wanted to talk with you all today about how to get on podcasts, how to podcast, because it, it's a great, great, great way to show authority, expertise, build influence, uh, be persuasive, and get people to your to your thing, get people to buy from you, um, and know, like, and trust you, and even just get your name out there, get you known for something, which people will hire you for speaking and for your services and consulting and coaching and whatever you do for them. Um, and we've been working together for different things, Adrian, podcasting, you have the power pitch training I've taken, which is great as well. So, you know, I, I wanted to to give some value to people out there on both our platforms on how the heck to to really do a power pitch uh, and yeah. get on these these podcasts. What do you think? What, what do you have to offer? What do you say? Well, there's there's um as you know, um, I'm a storyteller by nature, so I'm gonna start with giving people a reason to actually want to do this. You know, um, I was uh running a hypnotherapy business a few years back and i was doing the whole social media thing adding 50 people a day yep. uh every one of those 50 mm-hmm. uh, asking him the same question hey do you know anybody who may be interested in blank and then getting those people on into a dm conversation and then getting them on a sales call and then closing the sale but the only problem was it was very unpredict- unpredictable mm-hmm. and i would make a thousand you know two thousand dollars here four thousand dollars here Hmm. $15,000, $5,000, it was just very inconsistent. And so I was on a search for something newer, better, different. I just didn't know what until one day, one of my hypnosis clients loved what I did. She said, Adrian, I need you to come and speak to my clients on a Zoom call and just kind of share what you do. And Mm -hmm. if you could take some kind of guided process, (laughs) I was like, sure. I go only about 13, 14 people show up on this Zoom call. I do my training and right after the training, my phone, my leg vibrates. And as I check my phone, I see that I get, I had two messages coming in from people who were just on that call, both the same thing, pretty much. Basically, I was just on that call. That was amazing. How do I work with you? And then here I was like, oh, very interesting. Um, Here, book a call here, fill out this application. And then the next morning, I had somebody else say, hey, I just watched the replay of so-and-so call. Mm-hmm. Are you accepting clients? I was like, oh, this is the third person. And I remember I booked a sales call for them all on the same day. They were hour after hour after hour, just batched back to back to back. And every single one of them closed within 20 minutes or less. Huh. I collected $5,000 from each of them. And so I'm, and they didn't have a single price objection and they paid me up front. And, and here I was with the $15,000 cash a day and that's when you know uh i forgot who says this but it's like one of those very you know ancient philosophers a life not reviewed is not a life worth living mm. and so it was i decided to review and reflect on what just happened i was like how did i just make this fifteen thousand dollars because if i can replicate whatever this was then i could stop this whole social media chasing people all damn day and yeah. that's when the the you know, the epiphany, they say, uh, the epiphany moment, Russell Brunson called it hit me. And mm-hmm. that was for me, instead of spending all my time marketing directly one-on-one to my customers, to my potential buyers, why not market to the people who already have my buyers and then get endorsed yeah. by them? 
Because when you do that, you know, whenever your general doctor says you have a heart problem, here's a heart surgeon to fix it. You don't go Google their reviews. You don't go price shop. You go straight to them right. with your mouth closed and your wallet open and you say whatever it, it's going to take here you go and the reason why is because of that endorsement from yeah. that general doctor yeah. that endorsement creates automatic respect and so if you can be endorsed and that's what makes people buy um yes no like and trust but we also don't pay people we like we pay people we respect and that is the key yeah. Although I, I would even say the podcast will get you that no like and trust factor that, anyways right yeah, and it will get you that respect because if there's someone's tuning into a podcast every week or every day, listening to a certain show, they, whether they admit to it or not, deeply respect and they look up to this podcast host, they like them. So if this podcast host says, this guy is freaking amazing, they're going to like them too. And that's when I realized I can get on podcasts because me getting on podcasts is kind of like doing this one-to-many training I just did because the podcast has a host, a leader, and then it has an engaged audience, the listeners. If I can get in for on these podcasts, and that is a form of endorsement. So in 2021, I pitched over 121 podcasts, wow. got booked on two of them, wow. and was able to a really nice lump sum of cash from these shows so wow. now that i've looking for a reason to do it through a story now let's go into how you know the 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 overview of how to actually get on the shows so first and foremost you have to understand that there's a lot of these new softwares out they're podcast booking softwares podmatch guestio podcastguesting.com um, there's all these different kind of like software that where guests find host and host yeah. find guests. Yeah, like right That's great because it makes it easier for hosts to find guests, but it's bad for us who are pitching. And the reason why I say bad is because I, I can open up my Podmatch Podmatch account. I haven't looked at it in a week. I can open it up right now, share my screen, and I guarantee you I will have I will have over 99 unread messages. Wow. Uh, who are pitching me to be on my podcast huh. so what i am saying is now with all of these softwares right uh here's we got the benefit but the cost is now we're looking at less pitches hmm. because more of these pitches are shitty more of these pitches are copy and paste because you can Fair. go on Google and look up a pitch template they are the same hey hmm. Johnny, my name is blank and I do blank and I do blank. And I really like this episode where you talked about blank when we know you didn't listen. I like this episode. We talked about blank. I think I can add value because I do blank. What do you think about having me on your show? I can share it with my audience of 2000 people. It's the same shit over and over. Excuse my language, but I do get passionate about it. I love it. No, I'll be raw and real, brother. I love it. But it's the same pitches over and over and over again. And I even had this one lady who she told me, she opened up, she 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 went into the pitch and she was going into why she could be a great fit because she was a true survivor after she lost her husband. I'm like, look, touching story. But I frankly don't care because you did not tell me what you could do for my show at all. You did and, not and your viewers, yeah, yeah, your audience, yeah, yeah. Okay, move on. And so you can't, you, you have to be like the pistol shrimp. The pistol shrimp is this little shrimp that lives in the freaking ocean and it has one big claw and it snaps that claw and it sets off this crazy, like this crazy force under the ocean. And that's what you want your pinches to be. You want your pitches to be like this little snap where it sends this wave of a different, diff, like it's like this, this, this different vibe from your pitch. And so um, when it comes to that, 
the number one way to be different. And this is like the secret to being different. All those other things are like, how do you become different in the marketplace? Add this new future. Do this with your marketing. No, just tell your story. That is the freaking secret to being different because we all have different stories. Fair, so you fair. By telling your story. For example, uh, the Heinz Beer Company. Not Heinz, that's a freaking catch-up. Uh, Schlitz Beer Company. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Schlitz Beer Company, um, way back in the gap, they wanted to, they were number eight, they were the number eight selling beer in America, and they were the number one selling beer in Europe, and they wanted to become the number one selling beer in America as well. And so they brought on the godfather of advertising, um, Claude Hopkins, and they brought on a Claude Hopkins, and Claude Hopkins said, I'm, I want to go ahead and visit your, 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 um, your plant where you're making all of these beers. I want to go ahead and visit it. I want to like take me through a tour. He goes through this tour. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. He sees all these chunks and pieces. And he's like, you know, uh, this is the most phenomenal thing I've ever seen in my life. He says, why don't you talk about this in your marketing? Why don't you share what y'all guys do here? And then the representative of Schlitz Beer Company says, well, Claude, I don't know if you know this, but all beer is made like this. There's nothing that unique about this. Claude Hopkins goes, I know that. But nobody's telling the story. So if huh. you tell of how beer is made, you're going to be different. They told the story within six months of that campaign. They were number one in America. People become absolutely interested when you tell a story. And the only way to become interesting is to tell a story. It's not about, if you look at the Claude Hopkins example, Schlitz didn't create a crazy story. They told the story that was already there and it made them different. That's how you be different with your pitches. You tell a story, but you do it in a way that is aimed at the pure, a thousand percent benefit of who you're pitching. And so- That's Why the they pitch, care, yeah. Your pitch does not open up with your story. The pitch is not about you. The pitch, yes, there is a chunk where it's about you, but majority of the pitch is focused on the person you are pitching and how you're going to make their audience fail the specific problem you solve. And that's also what I say is when you pitch a show, have a specific problem to solve. Don't just say I can talk about growing a business. No, mm -hmm. I can talk about how your listeners can get their, yeah, their, uh, they can increase their email. Uh, they can stop their um, emails from landing into spam. And so that more than 40% of their emails are now opened. Jeez. Very specific. Yeah. That'll yeah. Better on a podcast, but also hmm. it, it comes back to this theme of different dif differentiation. Yep. It comes back to this theme of being unique, of being the purple cow. So if I'm getting hundreds of pitches, hundreds of pitches of they're all text-based pitches, which takes me to my next secret. I don't send text-based pitches. All of my pitches are videos. Oh no way. And so oh. there's stories but their videos and I use hypnotic storytelling inside of the video to make them fully involved in whatever the heck I'm saying, because there are a few things that you can say in the first few lines that will get somebody's attention. Number one is their name. Just so many people don't even do that, hmm. but somebody's name will start getting their attention. And James, you know, knows this as good as I, if you can get somebody's full attention, you're basically got them in a zone where you can tell them what to do, where to go, and whatever, right? And um, and so the pitches are video. And I use my story to sound different, to be different. 
And then the host wants me so much on their show. I get on their show. And now it's now it's like, okay, how do we actually be compelling enough to turn these listeners into people who want to follow you? How do you ethically force people to want to follow you? Hmm. The way that you do that is once again, by being interesting. And how do we be interesting? By telling a story. So that's why I'm not giving you like, you know, all the, the actual tactics on what to do right now. I'm giving you story after story after story because it's getting the it's getting the point across way more. Yeah. You know, this is also like the, the magician revealing the secret. It's also making you want to follow me more. It's also making you a bit more interested in yeah. age, yeah. not interested in podcasting, but Adrian. And that's the effect that you want to have on people. Yeah. If you don't want to get them interested in your tax services, you don't want to get them interested in your life coaching. You yeah, you want them interested in those things, but more importantly, you want them intrigued and fully enrolled into you. Because when they're fully enrolled into you, you can say, hey, I have this for sale. They will open up their wallet and say how much. And it's all because you and where the market is going, where the industry is going, especially the coaching space, a thousand percent, I guarantee you, the people who are going to win in the future are the people with audiences, are mini celebrities. I am focused every day on becoming a mini celebrity in my network, in my industry, because if I'm a mini celebrity in my industry five years from now, I will never not go without an opportunity. I will yep. always, always building this personal brand. Podcasts are a way to build that personal brand. Go Google my name. My name pops up. These things all add to the credibility. And now people think that you're more expensive because you're all over the place. And so you can charge higher prices and justify it with your level of credibility but back to the show when you're on the show answer the questions with stories um still deliver the value deliver it in the story all value comes from stories because you can you can you can get because all setting is this getting a set of beliefs and getting somebody else to believe the same thing because if you can get somebody to believe the same thing then they will buy your product somebody always needs to believe something before they buy from you they need very particular beliefs and most people just try to handle objections and throw that on them but the best way to make somebody believe something is to do what politicians do do what hollywood actors do do what all these people do and they embed their beliefs inside of stories they tell these stories and they embed a belief inside of it and Hmm. so when you're listening i've done that about three times already but when you're listening to the story you get intrigued because you got pictures going in your mind you get emotional and then boom i lay a belief right there and you don't even know it but it's it's, it's inside you now, and now you're that much closer to buying from me. And so you want to answer these kinds of questions with stories. You look at me as an example. And then at the end of the show, the most important factor, I was listening to a podcast, another quick story. I know we're getting t- pushed for time, but I'm good. All good, all good, buddy. But, uh, I was listening to my, my favorite show, My First Million. Look, another story. Here we go. Uh, there we go. My favorite show, My First Million. They were interviewing this awesome entrepreneur, I loved the guy. I just loved this and the way he answered questions, his personality. He was dope. But at the end of the show, Sampar, the host, said, hey, how can the audience follow you? Because 99.9% of podcast hosts will ask you this. This is where you can make or break it. This guy listed out 20 different domains. I swear to God. He was like, I got this website, this website, this website, this website, this website. I don't know if you you know, um, have a wife, have a spouse, have a partner. Uh, but when you go out to eat with them or, or when you ask them, you know, especially your wife, your partner, you know, what do you want to eat? They're not going to be able to answer you. And the reason why is because there's way too many options. Sure. When sure. Well, I don't know. Options, 
when there's too many options, uh, we don't choose. And this is why you want to take away all options and give them one place to go. I don't list out multiple links. I list out one single link. And that link takes them straight to my email list. And that is where I actually turn podcast interviews into cash in the bank, cash that can pay the light bill, cash that can put groceries on the table, cash that can like take care of my mom. Like that's where I actually turn podcast interviews into a monetary tangible outcome is by turning podcast listeners because podcast listening, that's a rented land. Any day the government could swoop in and say, I want my land back. This is not your land. This is my place. But no. I have my own land that nobody could take from me. And that is my email list. That's my kingdom. I'm the I'm the king there. I'm the one with the crown there. You can't take that data from me. And so I'm not going to send them to my social media. That's, Zuck, that's Mark Zuckerberg's land. That's not my land. And so I'm not going to send them to my Instagram page. That's dumb. I'm going to send them straight to my email list. Now they're in my world. And now I can create this culture of buying this, uh, this, this, I create like, and you, you're, them, on, yeah. you're on my email list. You know, literally for email one, I'm like, yo, you will be pitched to. And I have this culture of just buying. And then you can build your actual revenue through the list. But it's hard to just turn the revenue from the, like just to make money directly off a podcast. It's difficult, but get them onto a list. Then you have more control of the revenue that you can make um, with that. You know, um, but how do you actually turn that into emails? I mean, how do you actually turn those new subscribers into sales? Um, you know, me and James, we're, we're going to talk about that at another date. But I wanted to really cover this side of things because, um, like, this is really the the the, the one thing that actually puts a dent. You know, and and the great thing about getting on podcasts is it's not just the direct benefit of driving people to your email list and borrowing other people's audience to build your audience. But again, you're building your credibility. But even better, a lot of my best joint ventures come from podcast interviews because I do a podcast interview with somebody who who has a business that is full of my customers. Hey, right, man, right. exactly. The, the people you want to target, yeah. Let's make something happen. And then now we got a deal coming out of it. And what better way to break the ice than a 30-minute podcast conversation? Right. And so it's also a great way to rub elbows with people um, that can help you get further. Fair, fair. I love it. I love it. I love it. And yeah. I'm going to have you back too, because I know that you help people a lot with, well, now that you're on, they're on your list. Now that you're already working with them, what the heck? I know we're running out of time today, but it's like, what, what, what do you do with them when they're on your list? How do you nurture them? How do you launch them? How do you get them to buy things? So let's have you back for a part two. I think that's been really valuable, honestly, because it's like, how do we, and like you said, a lot of the mistakes people make, avoid copy and pasting, tell a story, tell what the heck you can do and, and what, what value you can give to the podcasters, listeners versus, Hey, I'm a mentor or a coach or whatever consultant or whatever. It's what does that value you give? And again, stories. I love your idea about the video pitch versus that copy and paste job. Hey, you know, Hey, Adrian, I'm James I'd love to be on your podcast. You say this too. There's a lot of AI out there that can do videos for you. I don't fall victim to those just yet. I do not think they're good enough to send out pitches uh, that are personalized because some of them are glitchy. I just simply don't think they're good enough. Um, and the great part about this is, yes, it does take more time to pitch a single podcast when you follow this process, but you have. But now, because it's more effective, you can pitch less. I can get four shows a week by pitching 15 shows a week. 
Like that conversion rate is insane in terms of podcasting. Like you know, four shows, you're typically pitching 40 or 50 podcasts. I can get that with a fraction of the numbers. And so it takes less pitches now to get on more shows because the pitch is more quality, right? But if, if you don't mind, one of the things that I'd love to help people with though, um, finding the right shows, because you want to find shows that are, don't just think of just in your niche, but in terms of what they are interested in. Like if I work with business owners, they're probably interested in personal development. So I can get on a personal development podcast too. Um, But you do want to make sure you're doing research to find the shows, but I can save you a lot of time. um, If you'd like, I can save you a lot of time and make it easier uh, because I've been on all of these shows I mean, not on all these shows, but I pitched a lot of shows. And so my assistant has gathered a very big database, um, a podcast with the host direct information, direct contact info. So you can just go pitch the show. You can source the list, make another list straight from this list of all the shows you're going to pitch and you can pitch them. So if you want that, it's 100% free, um, but pay attention. This is how you're getting onto my email list. Pay attention to the to the ropes. I'm breaking the fourth wall here, right? Um, I'm getting you onto my list. Um, but go to the powerpitch.co slash pitch list. And pitch list is one word. Um, but um, you know, I'll send that over to James so he can have that. But directly going there, grab the list of shows to get a leg up on the podcasting space. And um, podcasting is only the, the listeners of podcasts are only going up. So uh sure. Sure. strike when the iron's hot there you go that's the saying i love it i love it i love it amazing uh, one more time that link please and then we'll conclude one more time the powerpitch.co slash pitch list perfect beautiful i love it i love it this is awesome thank you for being on here i'll have you back to tell people what to do when their people are now on their list from the podcast from the freebie they give on the podcast just like this modeling you modeling excellence I'll have you back. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you, Adrian. Amazing. Amazing. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks again. See you later.